The Whole Ass, a podcast by millennial parents just working through how to give every moment their all. While you listen, nothing is off limits. The Whole Ass, use it or lose it. Welcome to The Whole Ass Podcast. Sorry we've been gone for a quick moment, but you know, life got in the way. We have jobs, we had to travel to give our kids... But we're excited to be back. We are very excited to be back. I'd like to clarify one thing. When you say travel, you make it sound like we were on vacation. Working. Working travel. Yeah. Yeah. We need a vacation. I thought I heard a child. Oh, we always think we hear children. Every time I start. Nope, no children. No. Well, we have children. Yeah, they're not talking. We didn't hear children. They're not awake. So, thank you all for being here. Today, we are talking about leveling up and leveling up too late. So what does that mean? What is that? What's unpacking that look like? Leveling up in life is something that people think about doing all the time. Just like if you're playing a game, you get your character so many credits or whatever, and then they become a better character. You as a human being are getting credits as you go through life and then using those to become a better human being. Now, it has all kinds of different facets, but when you think about leveling up too late, it's did I choose to improve myself and get all these different credits for my character, but wait a little too long, so now they don't matter as much? Then and I went to the big fight, and I and I don't have all the coins I need. Yeah, I got my. I don't play video games enough to know what I would Sounds need. Sounds like it because you want coins I, in a fight. Also, I mean, you just compared life to a video game, so. <laughs> I mean, but if you think about it, video games are really based off of life journey, you know. Also, I, I'll have to take your word for it because I don't really watch. Okay. I mean. Mario Kart's what I got, and I don't know if that's based on life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Mario Kart's a great example, though. You play all the levels, you play by yourself, you get all the experience. Mm-hmm. Now when you go to race your friends, you're super good because you yeah. played for two years during COVID. True. Right? Even if you're the bottom of that high-performing group mm-hmm. of people you played with during COVID, you're beating the donkey shit out of everybody else because you leveled up yeah. with your character. But you know what I'm finding? This is like a definite rabbit hole. I'm finding when you say... I played Mario Kart with my friends like via FaceTime during in like during COVID. People are saying, "Yeah, us too." Like those people yeah. at the the trunk or treat at daycare. I was like, "Oh man, I think we, we were like onto something." I think other people were doing yeah, it too, which is to find that out. Which is funny. Yeah, which is interesting because COVID was a big time where you either leveled up your life oh. or you did not. You were super stagnant and you didn't do anything with your life. Um, and in certain ways, we did and didn't. Uh, yeah. Improve our lives. I remember in the beginning, I was like, what are you going to use this time for when we thought it would be like a month or two? Mm-hmm. And then it was like forever. It's like, how do you maintain yeah. continuing to whatever growth you decided to work on mm-hmm. for two years when you're not engaging with other people? So I do think we leveled up in some ways and we focus on some things. I think other things maybe could have been better about. I think about that. Yeah. Like, I think we could have probably squirreled away some some more money, but we were also buying houses. Yeah, we did houses, squirrel. Selling. We were house, selling a house, house, buying a house. We did squirrel away squirrels in our new house. We did. Well, that's a different story um, for a different day. You know, I mean, I think we did okay, but you look at it and you're like, I could have done that. Could have been better. Could have uh, like lost some weight. I mean, we we walked a lot, but I'm like, I really could have put some time into that. So let's talk about that because what you just said about I looked back and I thought that could have been better. I have spent so many nights, days, mornings, times, whatever, where I look at 
what just happened, what happened five years ago, what happened ten years ago, what happened last week, and I think, ooh, I should have done a little bit better there. I should have improved that. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't have wasted that time. The weird thing is, even though this happens on a regular basis, I still go to the next experience without really thinking about that last one. Like, I don't like mm-hmm. the way that it felt the last time, but I can make the excuses to why I'm not doing it right now or not make the hard decisions and not really level up my life as I go forward. Yeah. And that happens, I think that happens to everybody where you're just mm-hmm. not stuck, but you're repeating your same patterns because they're comfortable. Yeah. You know? I've had a few, like, health moments that I'm going to call myself out on. I felt like I turned 36 and I maybe also came out of COVID and went to the doctor and all the that. Yeah. Got my gallbladder removed. Then I chipped my tooth the other day. And then I went to get my tooth fixed and they told me I needed a root canal. So I was having a lot of... I also feel like there was something else that I missed. But I'm like... I, I look back and I'm like, you know when they say... It's going to hit you. Yeah. Like doing all the things when you're younger, mm-hmm. it's going to catch up to you. And like I knew it would, but I didn't really do anything about it. And now I'm like, well, fuck, I chipped my tooth. Yeah. The cool <laughs> thing is it's a gradual catch up. So like there are some people who don't get to experience the gradual catch up. Everything hits them right once in the face. They get really sick. They're not going to make it. Yada, yeah. yada. They get hit by a bus. Well, I'm sure okay, that's happened know. somewhere, right? I don't know if that has to do and it. so, when you think about it in those terms, what's happening to you right now gives you the opportunity to say, yeah. "Okay, but these are the things I want to improve on. These are the things I want to do." And the real thing about leveling up is: Am I taking this drive, this passion, this energy, or just this thought about wanting to have a little bit better experience? Am I taking that and am I using it? Yeah. Am I leveling up myself right mm-hmm. now? Yeah. Okay. And we oftentimes think it gets too late to level up, right? Yeah. Like we'll like why would I do it now? Oh, I've got tomorrow, you're waiting, you're waiting, you're waiting. Yeah. And then by the time you really have the the revelation, sometimes it can be too late. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean I, I do think it's just a lot of why I can't do it or why it doesn't make sense, or I do think you, you start to have a family and you're like Oh, I couldn't go work for myself because it's too much of a risk. And yeah. And then I do think you look back and you're like, but I could have done better or you got there and it was like later. I have a kind of superficial leveling up that I was just thinking about. What's that? So a couple months ago, I joined this, like the style society or whatever this girl in, in Richmond does it. And she gives you basically like outfit suggestions. She's like your personal stylist but she does it for like everyone she sends you the packet and and you can click the links and buy clothes and stuff but she talks about like doing a capsule wardrobe and and how important it is to just like focus on quality items that make you feel good and look good and it does seem silly and superficial at first but then when I started to like organize my clothes and like pull things out and think about what I want to buy and like how they look and what I'm going to spend money on even if I'm only buying jeans at Old Navy that are on sale, it does make a difference how you feel every day. And I'm not saying I do great at getting dressed and doing my hair and doing my makeup every day, but I do think the more often you do it, I I don't know, you, you feel better. I do think it levels up your day. Like if we're just talking like individual days is how you feel about yourself when you leave the house yeah. is important. And I do think I was... I was never, I like fashion and I liked getting dressed up when we went out and stuff, but I've never been about it on my daily life. And I still don't think I'm going to be crazy about it, but I do think it kind of got lost in COVID 
like yeah. lots of yoga pants, lots of like it didn't matter. I work from home before this, and it was just I don't know. So just stuff I've been thinking about of just like quality over quantity, sure. and just I think how you feel. To I always wear my hair up. I've started to wear my hair down more. Um, I don't know. I just that's one thing where it's like. What could you do a little thing every day to make yourself feel better and, like, level up your morning or level up your day? I've been trying to focus more on that kind of stuff for me mm-hmm. to make the quality of my life better, especially when you travel. I was getting in this, like, I don't even know, tunnel. of yeah. <laughs> just, like, Philip's gone for four days. I just have to survive. And it was like, I can't, like, go wake up five years from now and just be surviving. Yeah. And just being like, I got to get through it with the kids. And it's like, no. So, I mean, we did, I've started to implement, which I guess has changed a little bit since you started your new role, but just like things at night I do with the kids or like Thursday Chick-fil-A night and Knox gets excited about that. And, you know, just what I do in the morning as my routine and what I make sure to do during work. And I think what I could be better at that I don't want to look back and say, you could have been better about that is I have all this time during the day and yeah, I'm working, but like we have, I keep reminding myself, we now have a treadmill in our house. Yeah. <laughs> like you could walk your ass up the stairs and get on the treadmill for 10 minutes. Like and watch TV or you like bring your laptop. But sometimes I get complacent with my like work situation in my office. Like I'm Velcroed there. Yeah. Like you're not, your computer disconnects and you can bring it places. And when I do things during the day, that's for me. I think I just have an overall better day. Yeah. I don't know if that was what we're talking about, but... I think it is. You're talking about incremental levels. Yeah. Like, you wake up in the morning, you leveled up your wardrobe selection, and so now you put that on, and that spurs your day into something better. Yeah. And how you can do that. And I think that those small pieces are super important and necessary, and they get overlooked, because think people think, oh, I have to accomplish big goal. Oh, these minutiae aren't important. I just have to get this big goal. But that's but your But it's life. never attainable. Yeah. Because you don't start on the little steps. Well, I think, like, also what I think I'm realizing in my older age is the minutia of your life yeah. is your life. Yeah. Like, my day-to-day with the kids and yeah. dropping out of daycare and then coming home to work and whatever during the Monday through Friday is what's going to make up my life. Yeah. So it's yeah. like if I'm just trying to survive while you're out of town, Your whole I'm life miserable. is just surviving. You're not yeah. thriving. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just also kind of sick of just like always being overwhelmed. And I do think it's hard when you have young kids and when Miles wasn't sleeping, it's hard to see the light at the end of the tunnel. But I do think I was just trying to get through that first year with Miles and having two kids. And now I'm just like, okay, that's not, this isn't life. You love your kids. You have a good life. Yeah. And Why are you like counting down the minutes? You're also, well, the, so somebody brought that up to me as a parent at a party that I was at when I was talking about this podcast and they said, we would love to hear you talk about how you tackle the feeling of wanting your kids to get older. So your life will get easier and then wanting to cherish every moment and going back and forth in it. And your comment about counting down the minutes. I mean, when I'm home with the kids by myself, it's not nearly as often as it is for you, but I'm having this constant schedule run through my mind of what's going to happen when, when my breaks are going to be, and yeah. how I go through and, and get to the end of the experience. And there are a lot of good moments along the way. But at the end of the day, you want to get to bedtime. That's mm-hmm. the win. That's like, that's the 
the mushroom cup, right? The I made it. <laughs> I made it through the day. They're asleep. I can think about what I want to do with my life. And the funny thing is, you spend all this time focusing on getting to the mushroom cup, and you did not plan for what you do after the race is over okay. at all. Well, yeah. The other night when you were gone, I literally texted my friend and said, okay, I put the kids to bed. I took a shower and I did dishes and it's 945. And I just got in bed to yeah. like watch TV. Yeah. At 945, like, like you should be going to bed. But my only time to be myself cannot be when I'm sleeping. Yeah. Because Knox wakes up at 630 and he's ready to go. And it's just like, I can't. Yeah. But then I stay up too late and it's like a vicious cycle of just. You know, but, but I agree. It, it, I, sometimes I do count down to, to bedtime and I think that that's natural, but I had a glimmer of, oh my God, my life could, is starting to be a little, the kids are starting to be a little more self-sufficient. Like Knox was playing Play-Doh and Miles was playing in the playroom where I could see him and I got to do dishes at the same time. <laughs> How and I was awesome. like, wow. How crazy is it that you're like, I got I to do dishes. But I was just like. Wow, this is it lasted less than ten minutes, but this is less dishes I have to do after they go to bed, and I can be a person. Yeah, and it did make me feel like, my God, Miles is gonna be four like Knox is before we know it. Knox will be seven, eight, you know. But like, it it is gonna go by so fast. So I do try to, but it is freaking hard to have young kids. It is. It is. I think it's also. I think it's important for our listeners who don't have children to know that. Also, when I was without child when I was not with child (laughs) I also had struggles of leveling up and dealing with life and going through the mundane because then it was all you're all focused on work you know work is your focus you want to level up at work but then you sacrifice your life a lot of the time to get to that work level up which is a problem because the focus is the work level up too I think the focus oh yes yes when you're but that does not equate to life leveling up which is weird Okay, so I think about it like this, and if you work at the company I work for, please don't post this to anybody, but I make more money than I've ever made in my life. I am, by like, I think when I started out as a lifeguard versus where I'm at now, it's like seven times more money per hour. I did some calculations, okay? It doesn't change how I feel about my life and what I want to do with my life. And I always thought that leveling up monetarily was going to equate to this like, boom, you've done it. Now you're flying helicopters in and out of Abu Dhabi (laughs) and all these places, right? But then you just get to the money where you can afford it. And you're like, but wait, I still haven't filled what is actually being, what I'm actually seeking inside. And then you realize you don't even know what you're seeking inside, (laughs) right? So you're like, oh, I had all these grand ideas and visions. But... That brings us back to what I think about with we get stuck on the final mecca of what we want and we forget about the journey. Mm -hmm. You know, we just think about the end goal. And there are other ways to level up along the way. I'm going to take you on a story about my life where I recently leveled up and what that means for me. Uh, And it gets kind of, it gets a little deep. So, you know, before we go down there. I talked about leveling up by my fashion air quotes and Phil's going to get deep again, which is what happened the last time. That's why you love me. This is my leveling up journey. So when I was growing up and I got diagnosed with diabetes, I was really afraid. I started on some medications. Things were okay. The internet was coming about in full force. 
you could look up all the things that could happen to you when you had diabetes. You could get sick. You could lose your leg. You could have your kidney shut down. All your blood vessels. Would it's like a super awesome yeah. set of things that could take place. Yeah. And so you try and manage it. But you, you being me, also are coping with a lot of mental issues that are undiagnosed. Anxiety, depression, frustration with other people, uh, uncertainty about my life. And that's manifesting in ways that I haven't figured out yet. I go through, fast forward through life, I'm trying to figure myself out, blah, blah, blah. I get to the point where I'm taking more and more medication, I'm more and more sick. Now you have hypertension, now you have high cholesterol, now you have high triglycerides. Now you have lack of sensation in your in your feet. Now you're trying new experimental drugs, all of these things. And it got to a point mentally where I would question whether my body was going to give up on me. Meaning, was I going to just drop dead? So instead of looking at life as... Today I'm going to wake up and I'm going to go and do all these things. Mm -hmm. I would think I've got to get up and do these things that I know I enjoy because I could die at any moment. And that was a daily thought. And that it's it sounds really, really, I think it sounds really scary. Mm -hmm. It was even scarier to have happen in your head every day. Yeah. And then I would, this was, this happened for probably from the time that I was 21 up until October of last year. So it was a daily thing, and then I met Ava along the way, and I remember feeling guilty for feeling this way, but I thought, oh my goodness, Ava doesn't know I feel these things in my mind. She doesn't know I'm going through this, and I have this fear of dying all the time, and she loves me, and I want to be with her. So then everything that we did together was a milestone I just wanted to reach. Like, I want to be able to go out. I want to be able to buy a house. I want us to be able to be engaged. I want us to be able to get married. And I would have all these fears that I wouldn't make it. Like on our wedding day, I was afraid, literally was afraid that I was not going to make it through our wedding. Too much standing, dancing. I was too sick. My, my blood pressure was too high, you know, and then we were going to have cake and I didn't know what that was going to do to my diabetes, whatever. And I always had this fear and I carried it around. And it doesn't mean that we didn't, I didn't try to improve my life or try yeah. and make things different or get healthier, but I could never get there. And I went through a lot of denial before I had gastric surgery. But when I had gastric surgery and those comorbidities dropped off. Like immediately. Immediately. The fear of dying dropped off. You can still get hit by a bus, you know? Yeah. If I'm walking down the street listening to Panic at the Disco, Death of a Bachelor with my noise canceling headphones in yeah but the dying from all the health things still possible but less likely and i leveled up my life mm -hmm. it was a struggle it took a long time but i think about this leveling up in terms of what if i continue to wait what if i continue to kick the can down the road what if i continue to say oh i'll start dieting or go atkins or go keto or well, whatever again right and i had waited to do that then a certain time it becomes too late. A certain at a certain point, those comorbidities you can't reverse. Mm -hmm. You've gone too far. Yeah. You know, your your body's starting to give up on you. And so the leveling up piece becomes so much more real when you think about it in terms like that. Like I was already afraid that I wasn't gonna do it. And if I had waited too long, I might not have been able to do it. So mm -hmm. leveling up your life is so important. It is very, very valid. And it Sometimes it's a drastic action, like it was for me. Sometimes it's not, like it is for you. It's not so drastic, but the small change gives you more momentum, starts a snowball effect to do better things. For me, I got the surgery. I 
started exercising. Mm-hmm. I'm doing a Spartan race this coming weekend. You know, there's a lot of steps along the journey, but you think about the snowball. You know that I didn't run for the first, what, eight years of our relationship. Mm-hmm. I wasn't on a treadmill. I now have a treadmill upstairs that I use. I run when I'm at the hotel. I've actually booked my hotel the last four trips based on the gym that's at the hotel. It's yeah, a completely like, different yeah. It's a completely <laughs> different life. But it is something that I'm so glad that I did. And when I think about it like that, I think, okay, what else do I want to level up? How else do I want to improve? This podcast yeah. is one way. And if you're listening, thank you for sticking around because I know we were off for some times. But realistically, life got in the way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like, how do you want to level up? What's your next thing you want to do? We should have another podcast about your surgery but i do think it's like how did you get past or maybe you haven't because before before you got it you were feeling like you failed because you couldn't do it yourself Mm -hmm. how did you how do you feel past that now a year later oh like it was the dumbest shit i'd ever done i i keep thinking that i should have done it a year sooner but societal pressure plays a role in my mind Part of wanting everybody to love you means you're thinking about what everybody else is thinking all the time. Mm-hmm. And so my failure comes from me feeling like other people are going to outwardly judge me, which some people do. You know, I still get it. But and people like, judge you for being overweight, too, so. Yeah. Yeah, it's like they're going to judge you no matter what. Yeah. But I would have that outward emotion from other people, and then I would absorb it, and I would feel like I have to do it. You know? But then I had, how do you feel now? Do uh, you still feel? Like I failed? Or yeah. like I cheated? Yeah. No. Absolutely not. Yeah. Especially because well, every time I go to, hard. it was fucking hard. And every time I go to the goddamn restaurant and they say, what do you want to drink? And I say nothing. And then they look at me like I have five heads. Yeah. And you know, it's like, uh, how many, <laughs> okay. I won't get too graphic. I won't get too graphic. How many times would you like the baseball to hit you in the face? None. Nobody's going to go, are you sure? Not even one baseball hit you in the face. Yeah. No, I don't want any fucking baseballs in my face. I don't want any water. People right? cannot do it. They can't water. handle it. Yeah. They can't handle it because they're always used to it. But anyway, that's because of dietary restrictions. But every that's like an example. It's it's hard because I am thirsty when I'm hungry, just like everybody else is. <laughs> yeah. But guess what? I can't drink. And if you ask me about it, I'm gonna be thinking about how I can't drink. Yeah. And you go out with coworkers and everybody's like looking at you like, oh, why can't you have water? And then you gotta go on this whole journey about What's going on with your stomach? And then somebody's like, oh, is that where they cut out your whole intestine and you don't have? I'm like, no, that's a gastric bypass or it's a ruin why, you know, and everybody wants to know. And if you're not ready to be on stage like that, I can understand how that would be super, super frustrating. But what I love about right now is I have this surgery. I go out, I order my water. People ask me questions. And then I start doing the preaching the gospel of why it was so good for me. Yeah. And it doesn't matter if you had notions about it before when you were like, oh, Philip cheated. Because I'm about to tell you why it was a good thing for me. Yeah. And the truth is, it was it was an amazing thing for me. And I think that that's what we come to every time. Obviously, I didn't go through it. But that it doesn't matter what everyone else thinks because it was good for your health. Mm-hmm. And it was good for our family. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, to have you around longer and for you to be more active with the kids oh, and all of that. So it's also like, why does it matter if... The four of us are benefiting from it. It doesn't matter what anyone else thinks. It is interesting when you think about how you get older and you just get super selfish. You know, where you used to care about everybody in the yeah. world. And now you're like, yeah, no, I care about my family. Yeah. And then there's a tiered system of other people. But realistically, yeah. I can't care about everybody else. I have to do what's right for me. 
these other people are not as important anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, the, the thing that really sparked me, I think I might have mentioned this before, was when Knox was born. Yeah. And I realized that I had the real responsibility of taking care of another human. You know, Ava's like, she's pretty self-sufficient <laughs> on Tuesdays through Fridays, you know. But looking at a child, you you think, wow, I really can't afford to die. I can't afford to do these things. Whatever I need to do, I need to do. And that allowed me to get past it. And now I've inspired other people to do it, to have surgery, mm-hmm. to ask me questions about it, to be open about it, to not feel the shame. But I can't imagine somebody shaming another person based on something they may not know about and what that would feel like, especially when it comes to something as serious as that. So in addition to having the surgery and leveling up, I also changed my mindset about what I judge people on and what I'm going to say to them or how I, like when I'm going to apologize, you know, it, it, mm-hmm. it plays in other areas. So mine becomes micro in how I've used my experience to change my interactions with other people all the time. Yeah. And I think that's super important. The leveling up piece is super important. That's an example of a really good leveling up experience. I think that the next episode that we do, we should talk about what leveling up too late looks like, Mm -hmm. right? And actually give some examples from real life that of things that we've seen where people haven't leveled up in time. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that that's important too. Yeah. What do you feel about, about leveling up my story or did you know all that stuff already? I don't know if I've told you most of it, but not about the fear of dying at our wedding, which is like crazy. It was every day. I I can remember when we went to um, the Dominican Republic before I almost did die from food poisoning. (laughs) Just from just from diarrhea. Honest to God, I just wanted to get to vacation with you so that I could be there on a vacation. That's all. Like I was like, whatever, whatever happens after this is icing on the cake. I just want to get through this moment and have it. And then I got there and I'm like, wow, I did. I also think that that actually makes you think about a lot of things of like how we're living our life um i think when you live your life that way everyone's like oh you should live day to day and just be happy for the day but it's like but then if you do that you're spending your money however you want it you're doing things maybe that you're not waiting for you're not planning as much because you're just you want to get to every moment oh yeah and it's it's not as quality i guess yeah absolutely Absolutely. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. I know. I think that's that's the biggest leveling up, I think, is the health stuff. But, you know, that's our journey. I don't know what everyone else's is for their level up. But Yeah. Inbox is still open. If you guys have leveled up recently or are thinking about it, let us know. You know? Um, yeah. Ooh. 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 I will say that Abe and I ooh. have leveled up in listening to other people's uh, podcasts. You know, I think there's a lot of stuff about self-help out there and how there's a stigma around it. Okay, I'm going to say that you have because I've always loved... <laughs> That's the podcast I listen to, a self-help podcast. <laughs> well, I what I was going to say is it's not really a self-help because that's kind of a bullshit term, you know? We should yeah. all just want to help ourselves. We should all just want to improve okay. all the time, Yeah. you know? And I would get force-fed this growing up by my mom. She'd be like, you should read this book. It's a good self-help book, yada, yada, yada. And now that I am trying to help other people improve their lives, I kind of, I realize why she was doing that. She wants to help somebody through a journey, through an experience, or yeah. improve their life. And that's hard to get across to people sometimes and not always welcome. But now I am open to receiving positive things, ways to improve, ways to create a better life for myself 
to yeah. enjoy that. And it's weird the flip the switch flipped at some point recently where I thought it doesn't matter if somebody thinks that I don't have it together. It doesn't matter if somebody yeah. thinks I'm in therapy because I have problems. None of that matters. What I know is I want to be in therapy because I want to be better at life. I want to be better as the person that I am every day. Yeah. If a person is going to judge me based on me going to therapy, that's on them. Maybe they'll figure it out. I hope they don't level up too late. Well, yeah. You know? And we are going to do a podcast on therapy and why everyone should go to it. Absolutely. Super important. We love our therapist. Also, our therapist is the one who has this phrase about leveling up. Yeah. So, shout out to you, JLB. Thank you for providing that because it sparked this whole episode. Yeah. Right? What does it mean to level up? So, that was a, an ex- a story about me leveling up. I think on the next one, we'll definitely share about people who have leveled up too late. You know? Thank you guys for tuning <laughs> into this one to talk about the leveling up part one. I think it's an ongoing discussion, just like it's an yeah. ongoing journey for everybody. And next time, like I said, we'll talk about people who missed the boat, didn't get a chance to level up in time. Yeah. Yeah. I don't feel like we said the whole ass this whole time, but I think you need your whole ass to level up. Oh, my God. (laughs) You need both cheeks and you need to, I mean, yeah, you need all of everything you got because leveling up is uncomfortable. It's awkward. Mm -hmm. And it goes, it flies in the face of what we're supposed to do in society. Yeah. You know, so more on that to come. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening. Again, the whole ass podcast at gmail.com if you have any comments, thoughts, or things you want to hear about. Or if you know somebody who's leveled up, if you've leveled up, if you have a story to share, or you know somebody who leveled up too late, Mm -hmm. we would love to hear your story. So please feel free to reach out to us. Again, like, follow, subscribe, keep it short. We love you guys. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. That's it. Thanks for listening to the Whole Ass Podcast. We love that you are part of the Whole A family. If you are enjoying the podcast, please like, subscribe, give us a five-star rating, and share with your friends. You can follow us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to us right now. If you have topic suggestions or want to let us know how you are using your whole ass, we would love to hear from you. You can email us at thewholeasspodcast at gmail.com. Until next time.